Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of WCW Retro. And again, your interim host, Howard Morgan, filling in for Papa Stroh, um, who continues to recover um, and rehab through an illness. Um, just continue to pray for him and, you know, his health and he continues to get better. And, you know, as I say each and every week, you know, we're just kind of keeping the seat warm until Stroh comes back. <laughs> and I have been in a little bit of in communication with Stroh. He's getting a little bit better um, each and every day. Um, but he's still got a little bit of a road ahead of him. I just continue to, to pray for him. Um, he is – Back on some of the social media, um, but he's doing much better um, than he was. Um, saw a picture of him uh, a couple of weeks ago. He looks really good, looks healthy, um, and looks like, you know, he is on his way back. So, Stro, we're going to continue to pray for you. We love you, brother. We miss you. Um, you know, can't wait to have you back here on your show, you know, piloting the ship. Um, you know, but until then, you know, we'll do our best to, Kind of keep this thing moving forward for you, brother. Um, but tonight, um, I don't want to say it's it's bad news because it's not really bad news. Um, but the um, the icon, the legend, if you will, um, Steve Borden, um, better known to all of us wrestling fans as Sting, um, announced his retirement um, yesterday. Um, which, I mean, really can't come as a shock to too many people. I mean, he is uh, 64, 63, somewhere around that that age. I mean, he is getting up there. His body has taken a beating um, over the years. Um, So we're going to spend a little time tonight talking about Sting and, you know, kind of what he's meant to the wrestling business. Um, He's one of those that I watched um, growing up as, you know, a – um, as an older teen, um, watching through the old UWF um, and then into the Jim Crockett promotions, the NWA, which, well, excuse me, became um, WCW, which was then purchased by WWE. Um, and then, of course, his um, run with um, TNA and um, ultimately finishing up in AEW. Um, just a very long, illustrious career. Um, but, you know, the, the guy has really done it all in the world of professional wrestling. Um, won, I would say, pretty much every championship out there, um, you know, that was available. Um, Wrestle of the Year, you know, I think a couple of times. Um, WWE Hall of Famer. Um, you know, and just, I mean, we could go on and on about, you know, the the accomplishments of Sting. But if you'd like to join in on that, um, the number is 914-338-1885. Again, I'll repeat that. It's 914-338-1885. If you're calling in, call in and participate, 
Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the events that happened on Raw with um, Cody and um, Jay Uso losing the tag team titles. I was a little bit shocked. I didn't actually get to see the match, um, but I did. I, I was traveling, so I didn't get you know I didn't get to watch it. I forgot to record it, but I did kind of catch the highlights of it. A little shocked that it happened. Um, I, I don't know the reasons behind it or or anything like that. But, you know, we'll get your thoughts on that. But, you know, we're going to spend a, at least a little bit of time because I think it's due um, him talking about the life and career of Sting. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't do this alone. Um, I do it with, you know, a bunch of different co-hosts, if you will, and um, we'll bring on my – Co-host that's been here the most, and that's Rapoy. Rapoy, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Uh, you know, it's still a little uh, shaky here. You know what I'm saying? Because because I missed practically most of Raw on Monday night. Yeah, I missed all of Raw. I was in Alabama on Monday, and I was flying back Tuesday, so I missed all of Raw. Um, yeah, and you know, I saw NXT this, on I Tuesday. Saw I saw bits and pieces because what happened was I got a good friend of mine that lives next door. Okay. And uh, we were all down in the community room talking, and nobody had seen her. She passed away. The cops were here Monday night. Oh. Yeah. You know, she passed away of 69. Oh, wow. But she was missing for the... Yeah, she's been missing for a whole week. Nobody, because because what happened was that I was um, downstairs visiting my, my my friend that just moved in. She's blind. And the guy crossed the hall from her. Have you seen her? I haven't seen her for the last couple of days. I said, no, I, I'm not even sure she's home or not. Right? I said, let me go check. I went to go see another person that lived in a building. Oh, she's probably with uh, her sister or maybe a friend or something like that. She said, you should go report it in because nobody hasn't seen her since since Columbus Day. Oh, wow. And I said, uh, I said okay. And uh, they called me on Monday and they asked me, did you report it in on Sunday night? I said, no, I didn't. I'm just going to wait to see if she shows up tonight. What happened, there was some girl that lived in a building. She was knocking on the door, okay, and she says, I'm smelling this odor, you know, bad odor from the door. She went back downstairs, got the security guard. When they opened the door, she was right there, and, you know, mm. and they asked me if I heard anything or not, something like that. I said, sometimes I can hear stuff from that room, but most of the time, I'm, I'm deaf in one ear. I can hear some. You know, right. and, I, and, the, and the cops were here all the way up until about eleven, eleven thirty. They told me not go downstairs to the community room, come back up here in a little bit, and all. I missed half of Raw. You know, most of, but I saw the last match. <laughs> and that was it. The last, you know, one last match. Bless her soul. Bless her soul. Because she was, yes, yeah, huh? Was was the last match the tag team championship or no? Yeah, I saw the last match, but because, okay. you know what it is, people were coming knocking on my door, asking me questions, the cops and all, you know. 
Right. But what is that? She was a true good friend, and you know she she was one of the best people in this building. Wow. And plus, That's terrible news. Plus, she knew my ex girlfriend that passed away in 2020. She knew my girlfriend. I didn't know that. Okay. She used to work with her. I didn't know that until. So we got to really talking and all, and we became friends. She used to come knock on my door once in a while, ask me for a cigarette. I give her a cigarette, and sometimes she knocks on the door, gives me a, a a coffee cake, a big coffee cake. I went, wow, you know. Plus, plus she knocks on the door, gives me some some nice good barbecue ribs that she made. I'm gonna miss her. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. That's just yeah. that. Well, it is like a built right now. The building is still, the building is still hurting because of this. Right. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be for a little while. Yeah, because what it is that I did put my name in a hat because what it is that they used to do uh, routines here, you know, uh, room check for everybody, not going to do it, make sure they're all right and all this other stuff. Right. Nobody hasn't been doing. Nobody hasn't been doing it on the fifth floor. I put my name in a hat. I said, "Let me do it." I do it three times a day. If they're not answered the first time, or the second time, the third time they don't answer, something's up. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's good. That's good. That's good that, that you're that you have something like that. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm getting over it little by little. You know, and plus I. Talked to my cousin the same night, Monday night, okay? I'm going to say, Virginia, watch out because I'm coming down November November 2nd to the 6th, the first week. I don't care about Crown Jewels. I got work to do down there. Oh, okay. You know, Crown Jewels ain't, ain't going to have no big... Superstar is there. I just read about it. They, they all be here no, in New I York. I because you got a show here. Got, lately. Yeah, you know, I'm not even going to watch. I'm just going to do help my cousin out to, to do a story spin and hang out down in Virginia for a while. Oh, nice. That'll be nice. Yeah. And. Yeah, they. Okay, this not wrestling related, okay? It's music related. Somebody's coming back with a new with an album. Who's that? A Christmas album. No other than I could turn back time, Mrs. Cher. Cher is coming really? back making a Christmas album. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I said, it's wow, a bad time she's coming in. I She looks good. She can still sing. Wow, you know? Right. Wow. <laughs> she's up in age, you know, but she's doing a Christmas album. She'll be doing it with uh, Stevie Wonder and a couple other people. It's going to be on the album. Okay. You know, maybe you might put it, you know, around Christmas time, you might, you might have a, a Christmas special. 
on TV. Yeah, I did see Put it. it this way. It's going to be an album with, with yeah, her, it looks like her and Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, and a couple other people. And plus, as it comes out when Raw is on, I'm turning off Raw and putting it on Share so I can see Share. Michael Bublé, City of Offer, Stevie Wonder. Wow. That's, 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 that's big news, you know what I'm saying? Huh? She got 13 songs she's going to do on the album. Yes. She never done a Christmas album. Wow. But that's not wrestling me. How do you like to see Cher going to WWE and knock out uh, <laughs> the champion, like like, like Charlotte Flair? That would be something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would be funny. Two iconic women in the same ring together. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that would be too funny. It will. So, so where, where do you where do you stand I, on, I on hope, Sting's I retirement? How, I, how surprised are you? So surprised are you about Sting's retirement? Oh, I heard. I said, "Wow, really? He's back. He's going to make a special announcement." All those people that he said that he wrestled, okay, but he never wrestled The Undertaker. This might be the dream that everybody wanted to see. Yeah, I, I just don't know if The Undertaker is even interested in in really getting in the ring. From what I've been reading, you know, and it was even before he, he made an appearance at NXT that he's just not, you know, because he can't give people – his fans, you know, the match that they deserve. So he, I don't think he's really got a, uh, an interest in doing a, you know, a, a match of any length um, with anybody. But it would have been nice to see um, Sting and The Undertaker, um, you know, get together um, at least have a match. But, you know, maybe, you know, years ago, if Sting would have come to the WWE um, right. a little bit sooner, um Right. But, you know, I remember watching Sting in the old um, UWF when um, him and, and the Ultimate Warrior um, were bad guys with hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. Uh, mm-hmm. And they were still, I mean, but, young. But actually, actually he, I think he did wrestle The Undertaker under me and Mark back in the day, WCW. Yeah, yeah. but that's... Yeah, but that's that, uh, that I don't, that's not the same, you know, it's not, no. and I'm sure they did because, I mean, you know, me and Mark was down there for a while, but it's not The Undertaker, you know, right. I, I just, um, you know, I, 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 The Undertaker just, you know, that whole gimmick just took him to, you know, a, levels above where he was in WCW, levels above. Um, well, well, but, put it this you know, way, okay? It- if he's not going to be the Undertaker, okay, I think if he does retire, I think he's going to pass the torch to Darby, Darby Allen. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of from what I've seen in AEW between them two. That kind of seems the the path that it's been taking is you know Sting passing the torch to Darby Allen and kind of mm-hmm. anointing him the you know, the, the next big thing or the next franchise or, you know, whatever, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, um, you know, to, 
to kind of pass that torch to. But, I mean, things come a long way, um, you know, in his career. Like I said, I remember watching him in yes, the old GWF. Yes, he did. With him and, him and the, the Ultimate Warrior um, when they were the Blade Runners. Um, I think it was Sting and, and Rock or whatever it was, or Flash and Rock, whatever they were called. Um, but they were just two big guys that just really couldn't. I mean, they had, they had great physiques, but they just they didn't – they couldn't wrestle. They they weren't wrestlers, you know. And and if they they kind of, especially the Ultimate Warrior. I think Sting was a little more advanced than Warrior was. But you know, to see those two, you know, come come along as you know as far as they as they did, um, you know, and then um, you know then they split and um, you know. Um, the Ultimate Warrior makes his way into, into I believe, into Texas, um, and then eventually to the WWF and, the, you know, WWE, whatever it's called now, um, and becomes the Ultimate yeah, Warrior, yeah. Sting becomes Sting. Um, but I think all in all, I think Sting was, you know, a far far better athlete and, and performer than the Ultimate Warrior will ever be. Um, at least in my opinion, Sting was always a favorite of mine. Um I'm kind of partial to the to the surfer style sting, you know, with with the blonde hair and, and the crew cut, you know, the sting that won, mm-hmm. um, you know, the first world title, you know, from Ric Flair, um, you know, back in I was in July 1990, was it, um, you know, and that that version of Sting to me was was the best. Um, you know, and all through his his career, he was able to kind of, you know, morph his character, change, you know, kind of kind of like the the um, the Undertaker has done, you know, with being the Undertaker and, and you know the American Badass and you know all of those incarnations of the Undertaker. Um, Sting was able to kind of keep himself relevant, you know, uh, for a long time. Um, you know, and I have a lot of a lot of good memories with with Sting, and enjoyed you know a lot of his matches. Um, you know, I just wish maybe you know. Only got only got one good good memory of Sting, okay. And that was back in 2011, right here in Philadelphia. Sting versus Hulk Hogan. You know, okay. for uh, I think we're, I think it was for Impact, I think it was, or or TNA, something like that. They came up here. That's where Hulk Hogan and Sting finally had their final match, right there. Okay. I remember that. You know why I remember that? Because it was a couple of weeks after I got out of the hospital. Okay, with a shattered collarbone. That's where Bruce Ward, Bruce Ward, uh, Albert, Namar, all the regulars from the VOC Nation, we all hung in one spot. Okay. Okay. And plus, I took my cousin with me. I took a couple other people with me. We took a train. We went there. We sat with a group. And all of a sudden, someone behind me, Going, rap, 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 rap. I turn around. It was no other than Mr. Al Snow. 
And I went, wow, because he was there. He said, come on and party out with us. I said, okay. I jumped around and went to the party room. No, oh, very nice. Yeah, I, I had a good time. Very nice. You know, and that's the, the, the one good memory I met. You know, I saw the match singing, holding after after that match. You know, well, I, saw, I, I was in that room, drink, drinking them up with uh with everybody. We're on the right. wrestlers. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, 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 I have a couple of right them. There. Yeah, I, I I have a couple of them. I um I, I remember um. Sting going up against um, Terry Taylor, um, and um, Terry Taylor was always a you know a, a fan favorite and and you know a guy that I always liked. Um, and Sting, was, you know, Sting at this point was was a bad guy um, with you know Eddie Gilbert, but they had some falling out because just before that, um, I believe they lost to him and. and Warrior or Nelson Warrior lost to the Lightning Express, Brad Armstrong, and um, oh gosh, can't think of Brad Armstrong, Tim Horner. Um, they lost mm-hmm. the UWF tag team titles to Armstrong and Horner. So there's a little bit of tension between Sting and Eddie Gilbert, and um, I think Eddie Gilbert um, interfered, but it 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 helped Terry Taylor. Um, you know, win the match and it cost Sting, you know, the victory. And then all of a sudden, Terry Taylor kind of turns on um, Sting and, you know, becomes kind of like a bad guy. And then out comes, you know, another favorite of mine was um, gentleman Chris Adams um, came out and made this save on Sting. And like that night, Sting kind of turned a baby face, kind of aligning himself with um, with Chris Adams. And Chris Adams and to me, from you know the old um, IWCCW days down in Texas, um, you know with with the Von Erich and the Freebirds is always a favorite of mine. So you know I was excited to see these two guys together, um, and and then I think like shortly after that, it, I don't think that feud really went anywhere. Um, Sting made the jump to. Um, Jim Crockett Promotions, I guess it's when it, the um, when Jim Crockett bought out um, UWF, but you know, mm-hmm. to me that that's kind of my my one of my earliest um, memories of of Sting, and then you know he enters the NWA, you know, and it just seems like he was chasing Ric Flair for for a long time, could never get the best of him, just because the Horsemen would always interfere and. Um, you know, there would always be something to to where Sting just couldn't quite get the victory. He'd be on the verge of victory, and he could never never quite get it. And I remember Dusty Rhodes, um, you know, talking about it, and he's saying, you know, the the appeal to that was the, the the chase. The money was always in the chase. The money was always going to be in Sting chasing Ric Flair. For the you know for the title and always coming up short and kind of wanting the people you know wanting the people to come back for more and you know is he going to win it this time is he going to win it this time and you know Dusty was right you know there was there's something to be said about you know the chase the Sting chasing Ric Flair because there were no better matches than when Sting was the challenger and 
and Flair was the champion. You know, and you know, I always liked that. I always liked the early WCW days as they were transitioning out of kind of the Mid Atlantic Championship Wrestling days and kind of into WCW. Um, but you know, and again, like I said at the beginning, Sting's kind of done it all. He's held every every major title. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! I knew you were going to say that. He never pulled the WWE title. I, I, I know, but. You know, with everything that he that he's held, you know, I mean, you, you can't, you know, stop short his accomplishments, you know, that he's had just because of the career that he's had. And that's why I said he's held just about every, you know, major title, you know. And I don't know that he even, you know, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm always speculating, but I don't even think he cared about winning the WWF title or WWE title or, you know, whatever it was at the time. Um, but I do wish he would have jumped, you know, uh, uh, just a little bit earlier, maybe, you know, maybe 93, 94-ish when he was still kind of really at the at the height of his career in popularity-wise and, and was, you know, was really over with all the fans. I kind of wish he would have jumped then, you know, into WWE just to see if he could have been you know, a, a champion, but knowing Mr. McMahon, he probably wouldn't have made Sting the champion because, you know, of, mm-hmm. of who he was in, in WCW, you right. know, but, you know, again, and yeah, you know, we can speculate all we want. It's always nice to do the what ifs and, you know, you know, and just kind of fantasy book things, you know, what if, you know, the Blade Runners never broke up. What if they were kind of like the Road Warriors, they were a team and they were a team forever. You know, things pass. Things, things career kind of takes a different path. <clears throat> but Sting's always been one of my favorites. He's, you know, been, you know, whether you know he was a, a good guy or he's the the crow, and and you know, we really don't know where he's coming from. We don't know who he's aligned with. Um, you know, everything about him is, you know, makes him watchable, makes him believable. Um, and just his charisma in the ring and, and his ability to to get the fans excited and behind him, you know, was you know, he's definitely gonna be remembered. And I mean, listen, this is the world of professional wrestling. Guys retire all the time. Right. Only time and, will they, and they say never say retired. never. Never say right. never. Yeah, well, right. Oh, yeah, I'm not because you never know. Wait a minute, you never know, okay? He could retire out of that league and jump into WWE the next night. You never know that. Yes, he could. I mean, anything is possible, especially just like Edge. Just like Edge. Wrestling. He retired. All of a sudden, he jumped into uh, EW that quick. Not, not even a week, he's there. Boom. Yeah, you know, so, you know, we don't know if he's really, excuse me, officially retired or is he just kind of maybe taking a break and kind of maybe let his body heal up a little bit. You know, I I don't know, and I'm not going to pretend to know. I'm not going to speculate on things. I'm not going to say that I know for sure that, you know, he'll be back in a year or that he's definitely done forever because, again, this is, you know, the world of professional wrestling, so you never want to say never. You know, is it, mm. you know, will, will we ever see a 
and undertake a sting match, probably not going to say 100% no, but it's unlikely at this point. But, again, we, right. this is the order of professional right. wrestling. They're both, so. retired. They're both retired. They're sort of undertaking right. comeback recently. You never know what's going to happen. You, you, you never know, That's and the money can do a lot of money can do a lot of strange things to people. So yes, you know, and plus it's, it's, it's a dream. Plus it's a dream match that everybody wants to see. Absolutely, you know. But you know, to me, I, I would have wanted I would have wanted to see it ten years ago. You know, right? Not not ten at minutes WrestleMania. ago. But, at WrestleMania, but, I think it was thirty four. Yeah, at a WrestleMania would would have been would have been great, you know. Yeah. And again, you know, I I still think he's got, you know, some some draw left in him. I think he's still got, you know, and I'm sure you know his his injuries are are adding up, and, and his body is definitely taking a beating. Um, but you know, I I definitely think he's still still able to draw money, and maybe that's why he's. You know, again, I'm just speculating. Maybe he's stepping aside for a little bit, just to you know, maybe give himself a little time to heal and and have you know one or two final matches or a final run somewhere where he has three or four matches and then he finally says, you know what, I'm done, and and kind of rides off into the sunset. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Only time will tell. And we'll see if he's actually definitely fully retired or if he's you know, just kind of sitting it out for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And let me just push this off to the side of that thing real quick. I forgot to tell you something. Okay. I got a hold of Granny Holster. My husband's doing good. Okay. Plus, I told her that I wanted a Granny Holster holster shirt. I told her I'd be sending her her money right to her house. Mm. Yes, I I was um, I talked to her on Tuesday. Yes, and Granny Holster, who's a great friend of the show, she calls into not only here on WCW Retro, but she does call in with in the Brady Hicks and in the room, her husband Dave is having some medical issues. She has a a new Granny Holster um, T-shirt that she's selling, and she's also selling yeah, she got, um, she got two wrist, two, wristbands, two, I believe, or bracelets. Yeah, but the T-shirts are, are two different kinds. They come in white, black, or yellow. Right. You know, I, I told her I want me yeah. a black one. I want me a black one yeah, so I, I could so I could put the NWO on it. <laughs> only joking, Granny. Yeah, uh, only joking, Grant, if you hear me. Only joking. But those yeah, shirts I are strapped. I, I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably you know, going to pick one up. Well, if you need her address, you can send her money direct and she would give them to us. Okay. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely reach out to her. And, I was going to reach out to her today, but I, I know she's had a busy week. You know, just in case she yeah. was calling for an update. But, 
continue to pray for her husband Dave and and his. Well, you know, I just got a hold of recovery. her, and she says she she's going to try to call in tonight. Okay. I just got right, well, it. Okay. Anything that uh, anything for granny, I would do. You know? No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but you know, um, Chaz has been under the weather as well. I've been talking with him. Um, over the last couple of days, he's been battling illness. He hasn't been feeling real well. So there's definitely something kind of going around. Um, I wasn't feeling my the best on Tuesday. I know Brady wasn't. Um, I think Kathy was battling something. Um, but you know, I, I think mine is just my my travel schedule that I that I had over the last couple of days. Actually, last mm -hmm. two weeks, I've been to Canada, I've been to Illinois, I've been to Alabama, all within you know really days of each other. Um, you know, and happy to people in in here in this building. You know, I, I live in uh, a high rise, ten floors. There's over a hundred and five people here. Okay, some of them got head colds. I'm staying away from everybody. I, I locked myself right here in my room. I'm not even going out. Right. Right. I, I don't want to get sick. Right. You know, if yeah, I had to go out, I, I, I would keep wearing a mask on, take the hallway, down the elevator, outside I go. I won't stop to talk to nobody. <laughs> but Monday I had to because of because of what happened here. Right, right, of course, of course. You know? Well, let me, let me get to... I think this is Tora we got. Yes. Hey, girl, what's going hey, on? Hey, Tora. Oh, I'm feeling better. I had to get a flu shot and a COVID shot for one last time. <laughs> and my arm no. was just in a lot of pain yesterday and came home from work and took me a three-hour nap. But after that, I was feeling a little bit better from my arm. I've never been in so much pain in my entire life. From the two shots? Yeah, on the same day. Oh, same day, same arm? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, boy. That must be hurting. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, and then this yeah, morning I don't I know had, if I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, this morning I had two business appointments. Oh, yeah. It was hey, Tora, Tora, I got to ask you a question. Is that your first shot or your second shot? It is my last shot. Your last shot. The third shot, right? The fourth one. The fourth one? Yeah. Boy. Oh, the COVID, right? COVID shot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because what it is that I only took two, two, two shots and that was it. I'm done. I'm not taking no more shots because after the third one... People are really getting sick on the third one. Yeah, I heard. You know, that's why I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I, to yeah, take I, the I heard one. that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I refuse to take the third one. But see, every year I had to like get a flu shot every year. My daughter has to get one, and her dad has to get one every year. Mm-hmm. And I usually would get sick like in January. 
at the last minute. Hey, Troy, I got a question for you. A real good question, okay? Mm-hmm. How about Sting? Yeah, I was watching it earlier today. Um, I can't believe that he's going to retire and, you know... Uh, I hope that he has the best of luck, you know, because he's been wrestling for a long time, you know. Yeah, since about 80, 84, 85, I believe he started. Yeah. So That's a long he's been around time, a long time. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, that he's in his 60s, which is a good thing. Yes, and, you know, just before he's the same age as my mom. And um, his birthday is in March. My birthday is in March. So, so yeah. His birthday is in March. Yeah. Yeah. His birthday is in March. Yeah, March third is my birthday. Oh, March March fifteenth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, um, see that rap boy? Only, think, only cool people are born in March. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, but I, 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 I was born in April. I'm the Easter uh, Bunny. Well, you're probably April Fool's Day, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. My birthday's April 21st. My birthday's April 21st. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I've been well, a fan of his for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I, I started watching him about 87, 88, somewhere around there, um, and then followed mm-hmm. his career through WCW, you know, and and, and beyond, you know, and followed a little bit in TNA, um, you know, again, followed the, the brief stint that he had in uh, WWE, and I followed him, followed him a little bit in AEW as well. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't watch a whole lot of AEW. i got to get into it. Because um, it seems like it's picking up some momentum, and I thought I'd watch a little bit more of it with Sting being involved. Um, but I, I just haven't. Just cause, I mean, there's just so much wrestling, you know, on TV as it is. It makes it hard to watch, you know, anything else. Like you know, we talked about it on a on a Tuesday night. You could literally watch wrestling almost every night of the week. You know, for you know, an hour or two, sometimes three, depending on the night. And it's just yeah. you know too much of it on. And now, um, um, what's his name, um, Billy Corgan from the NWA, um, signed a deal, I believe, with um, the CW network. Mm. Um, so there'll be more wrestling, um, you know, coming. Um, to the CW, I don't think that they've um, that they've announced a, a date or or a day that it'll be on. Um, but I believe, and I'm just trying to check it real quick here. Yeah, the NWA signed a deal with the CW Network, so wow. we'll have even more wrestling, more wrestling on TV. Uh, let's see, it doesn't say. Uh, it doesn't say when when it starts or um, what night it'll be on. 
um, but it does say that um, that, um, that that he did sign a deal with CW. So I mean that you know that's kind of um, kind of big for them. It kind of puts them on a on a bigger platform now, um, and again gets more more exposure for those guys, and you know again fills another spot. Um, Billy Corgan's done a really good job with the NWA, kind of making it the um, the old school kind of feel to it, the old um, kind of territory days kind of feel to it. I think it's bringing back a little more of the 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 realism to it. Um, so I, I think it'll be good. You know, I I've only caught a handful of shows. I haven't watched a whole lot of it. I mean, because the production value is just not there. Some of it's hard to hear. Most of it is, you know, like on YouTube or, or on the Internet. So it, it's not the, the best of quality. But I think this deal with CW will now kind of bring that, that production value up. And so we know that point, maybe, maybe we get Sting jumping back to the NWA. And I don't want to say yeah. where he started because he really didn't start in the NWA. But the NWA is where, you know, where Sting was – became Sting and became the superstar. So who knows, maybe he jumps jumps there to help them kinda get that that network off the ground um and and get things moving forward um for Billy Corgan and, and, and the and the gang at the NWA. So yeah, it's, yeah it's, AWA I'll tell is, you what, AWA was the best for me. Because these have shows right there at the Tropicana in Atlantic City years mm-hmm. ago. I, re- I remember that. It's a showboat, right? Or is it Tropicana? Is it Tropicana? Tropicana. This, this is the, okay. the time when we had a bad storm. Me and my older brother, rest in peace, my brother, and a friend, okay, we all took a ride down there during the storm. They still had the show. Sardis Schroeder was there. Sardis Schroeder came up to me and said, are you from Trenton, New Jersey? I said, yeah. He said, you travel all this way in a bad storm? I said, yeah. He said, why? I said, just because of you. I want to see you again. How was he to talk to? Huh? Was, was Sergeant Slaughter an all right guy, like, personally? or? No, he, he came right up to me right after his match and saw me and said, what are you doing here? He remembered me when I, when he wrestled up here at the, uh, at the CYO, a gym here in Trenton okay. years ago. I was the one that snuck in the back room and after his match and got his personal autograph off for him. Oh, wow. And everybody so you were Sergeant Slaughter. Well, they got, everybody was going at the Bob Backman at the time. I said, well, I'm going to go this way and get in that, in that dressing room there and get started for hours. Oh, there you go. You tricked them all out. You know, everybody was chasing uh, Bob back and at the door. I said, well, I was the only one standing there. I opened up the door and snuck, and snuck right in. They were, they were back <laughs> in the 80s. Oh, what oh wow. And every time when he sees yeah, me, I... he remembers me. Yeah, I, I I remember the 
the AWA going to the casinos and yeah and everything, you know, and um, you know the um, um, the AWA. It was kind of near the the end of the AWA when they were doing all those casinos. It was it was weird to see. Um, yes. You know the the arena is not not as full as you know they could have been. But still, I mean, you think of all the guys that that were even there that were, um, you know, you know, part of that that organization. You know, it's, right? I I, it's I, think, I think that night, that night that we went, they put out two shows. The first show put to be be taped, and another show, no, the second one should have been taped. That they were telling me. Okay. I said the same. And what happened was that they take the first one instead because of the bad storm. Right. Okay. They only had they yeah, I mean, two shows there that night. Wow. And they only done wow, one, the and they taped the, and they taped the first one, and that was it for for that AWA. I think I, I think that was the last one they showed. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I, I I ever made it to a live AWA event. I mean, I I've, I've been to a a couple of live events for the WWF at the time at the Spectrum. I've gone to a couple um, WCW NWA shows at the Civic Center. Um, you know, back in the day, um, I've been to one one ECW show. Um, you know, over at the ECW arena, although it wasn't ECW mm-hmm. at the time. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, remember, I, uh, yeah. I remember that night. Because when we got there, we were running late. We, we were running late to the AWA, right? Soon we got up to the right. first one with tickets. The guy said, "Oh, you got the second show. Wait a minute. Here, go on in. Go to the first show because we're canceling the second show." Oh wow. <laughs> but we we, we can start to so you, you know. Yeah, I got lucky that night. And I was just sitting there watching Traveler uh, wrestle and all because we were right there in the front row. Front row. Mm-hmm. No problem. We shot anywhere. And after he started to uh a mask, he came right up to me and we were talking. Oh, nice. Yeah. That had to be cool. Mm-hmm. It was, it was real cool to meet Sergeant Sherrod, you know, and plus the other guy, Bob Baffin, I went to um, a place up in Queens, a convention years ago. Right. Bob Baffin comes up to me and says, tell your brother-in-law, thank you for towing my car. I said, okay. My, my brother-in-law told his car when he came here to Trenton, his car broke down. Oh, oh. Okay, he towed it because it needed to be fixed. Yeah. His car broke I down. Well, I he was that, illegally. <laughs> you know, what happened was that when he picked him up, he took him right to the hat, to my to my sister's house, okay, because he needed uh, pills, prescription. And they live right there, right around the corner from the CVS. Bought back and called the CVS, got his description real quick, 
My brother-in-law went around the corner with him, got him, and took him to the arena after that. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. See, I mean, because this was some of these wrestlers that are still around, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it, the shame of it is, is there, there seems like there's less and less of them every day. Yeah. You know? But I, I know, I know for, for sure, the 20th of this month, right there at the ECW arena, they got this uh, other kind of restaurants coming up. And all my favorites are there. What's the convention? Bubba Ray, Tito Santana. Um, there's a, there's a, the list goes on, you know, a lot of them. It, it, even even uh, the Blue Mean. The Blue Mean is going to be there as Blue Dust. <laughs> the Blue Mean. I always liked the Blue Mean. <laughs> Not many people did, but I liked him. And I, and I asked the blue meaning, okay? I said, you're the blue, right? He said, yeah. I'm the blue and I'm the red and yellow, okay? If you mix the blue and the yellow together, what you get? You get the green, baby. <laughs> you get the green. Yeah. That means money. If we yeah, tag yeah. team. Uh, you know, I, I like him. I like Stevie Richards. I like a lot of them. I don't want to say underdogs in in ECW, but you know they just it, it was a, it was a promotion that probably really shouldn't have succeeded, um, you know, just because it it was it was kind of a, a cross between you know what we are seeing today and 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 a street fight, and it probably shouldn't have succeeded and wouldn't have and I I don't believe would have gotten the momentum had had not Paul Heyman gotten involved and um you know, started doing his thing creatively and then of course, you know you know, rest in peace, Terry Funk comes in and kinda of really puts E C W on the map, you know, and you know, there was a lot of stars, you know, that not only came through there, but were made there. You know, I mean, you know, Jimmy Snooker was there early. Don Morocco, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have then you have guys like Taz and and Tommy Dreamer, and I mean, we can go on and on. You know, the Dudley Boys, Stevie Richards, um, you know, all of these guys. You know, the the Eliminators, um, you know, all those guys that came through there that really, you know, you know. Put you know that that promotion on the map and help propel it forward. You know, um, the pitbulls were there. You know, you know. Um, well, uh, I want to name some uh, some other people that's going to be there. You'd be surprised. Yeah. We got King. Okay, is that the original King or the artificial King? We find out when we get there. Hmm. Okay. Okay. No other than the boogeyman. Toy Wilson. Wow. The regime? The Titan? Yeah. Armand Johnson. 
Wow. Oh, man, Johnson, I haven't seen him in years. We got Outback Jack, Tycoon. Okay? Papo Shango. Papo Shango. Dang Grill. Dero Brown. My man, Dero Brown. I haven't seen him in years. Me and him used to fight one, one another. I was a fan on one side, and he used to pick on me big time. Dero Brown. We got Mark Henry. Kevin Thor. Tanis Michelle, Tito Santana, Ryback, Brian Kenrick, who will be showing up, Jason Knight, Ari Madula, whatever her name is, Barry Horrit, like, um, what's it, uh, Brady's, uh, good friend, you know, Bill Lassner, the one that wrote the book, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's Russian on six. We got uh, the Blue Mini, the Neon Blondes, Eric Darkstorm, and Renee Michelle, and there's more, there's adding more to it. Oh, and wow. Bubba Ray. Bubba Ray's going to be there too, but his picture's not up here. For okay. some reason, I met Bubba Ray before before he jumped in it in a uh, ECW. He used to work right. for um, he used to work for NWA. Dennis Corizo. And what is that? Bubba Ray used to work for uh, NWA. No, no, no. When when is when is that event? The convention. This event is uh, October 28th. Oh, so you know, a couple weeks week away really. from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. After that, they're having a big, they're having matches after that. Okay. The matches, the matches is, uh, Enzo versus Billy Ray. Uh. <laughs> Wow, that's going to be a wow. good one. And we got Kevin Thorne versus Guy and Grail. We got, wow. um, I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. You know, the big ones, you know. Yeah, it's something, something crazy, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so speaking of events, on November 4th, which is just a little over two weeks from now, the ECWA is having their retroactive up in Morganville, New Jersey. Um, doors open at 6. Um, the event starts at 7. Um, <clears throat> you can get tickets at ecwarrestling.com. Um, I, don't, I don't have... A list of the matches yet. I'll get them from Brady. Um, but you know, again, you know, if you if you're if you're a true wrestling fan and you want to see a good quality independent wrestling show, you know, I said it before. I, there's hardly none better than the ECWA and and all that they do 
to get the fans involved, to keep everybody, you know, engaged in the show. Um, really good. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a fairly easy drive to get to um, up in Morganville on Genesee Drive um, in, the, in the dugout there. Um, again, it's November 4th. Um, doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. It's ECWA's Retroactive. Um, and hopefully by next week I'll get the, the full card from Brady and um, we'll be able to run down the card and, um, you know, maybe get some people out there. But, uh, you know, I had a great time um, when I went to the I, I wish I could go, but I'll be, I'll be in Virginia that day. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. You said you were going oh. there. But, yeah, yeah. I, I had a great time. I had a great time at the Super 8 tournament. You know, met a lot of great people there. Um, the wrestlers were fantastic, um, very interactive, you know, and a very well run, very well put together show. It's not thrown together haphazardly. I mean, it's got a really good production value. Um, and, you know, you know, even, there's not a bad seat in the house, um, but you want to try to sit ringside to be a part of all of the action that goes on there. I mean, you never know what's going to happen at an ECWA show. So if you're in the area, in the Morganville area, um, on November 4th, or if you can get there on November 4th, I would encourage everybody to get up and see the ECWA retroactive. Um, and you know, we'll, you know, you'll, I will guarantee you will have a, a great time at that show. Um, you know, you will not be disappointed. Um, you know, and you you will you will go away very happy, very satisfied. Um, and you know, again, just just a, a great organization to to be around. But what what are your thoughts, Rapley, on um, the um, Cody and and um, Jay um, dropping the the title so quickly? Uh, but you just say, oh, it was shocking. It, it, it was shocking to me when I seen that. Okay, because now, now, now you can see what's going to happen. Okay, war games. Right. Yeah. Okay, because what it is that Jimmy Uso interfered. Right. You know, I said, why is he doing there? He must be on his own branch show. But no, he was there. Right. Now, what, yeah, no. there, there, there's some speculation that Nick Aldis, who is now the um, the general manager there, may yeah. not, you know, al- allow that to stand or may give them an immediate rematch because it, it looks like, and, you know, and I hope they, they do it this way, like the way it was intended, but it looks like they are going to try and keep the brands separate. Unless you have a world title or a tag team title, you're not allowed on the, the, you know, I don't want to say the opposition, but the other program, which I think is good. I think they need to keep two separate, almost run it like two separate companies. Um, Right. And kind of treat it like an old territory where the champion would travel in to Raw, he would travel to SmackDown, and, you know, defend his title, you know, either either on that show or at 
you know, the, the pay-per-view and um, the only time you really get together, uh, you know, under, you know, where you would wrestle each other would be at a war games kind of thing where you, maybe you have Raw versus SmackDown or, or whatever it is. But, you know, I, I was a little shocked that, that, that Cody and, and, um, and Jay dropped the, the title so fast. I thought they were going to have a little bit longer run. I thought at least mm-hmm. through, you know, probably till WrestleMania, um, or maybe a little bit, you know, maybe Royal Rumble. Um, I was really surprised that, that, um, that they lost them so fast. Um, you know, it, it just, it, it shocked me. I, I didn't see it coming. Normally I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, not, 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 you can, coming, but I didn't say it. Now you can see where it's coming from, at. okay? They're setting up stuff for WrestleMania now, okay? It's going to be brother versus brother at WrestleMania. Jay Uso against Jimmy Uso. Huh? Okay. Yeah, WrestleMania. It's going to be Jimmy and Jay Uso against each other. Yeah. Okay, well, well, we'll have to wait and see how that hashes out. You know, I'm... Yeah, because I'm not that, 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 I think that's the way they're pushing it on, you know what I'm saying? Why was Jay right. at Raw? Why was Jimmy at, at, at Raw, you know? Right. Yeah, no, so you I, got I, war games. I, says you got war games, and after that, I don't know what your next pay-per-view event is, but you got your Royal Rumble after that. After the Royal Rumble, you got um, the Elimination Chamber, maybe. Then from there, they're going to go right to WrestleMania after after the Elimination Chamber. Um, let's see here. Try to pull that up now. Because they're really building that story up big time, you know. Right. No. Yeah. And, and I think they can get some mileage. You know, out of that, I, I, you know, I really do. I just, I'm just not a big fan of the whole brother versus brother thing. I think it's been played out. It's, all right, so you have Crown Jewel, um, Survivor Series, and then and a, a network exclusive called Deadline. Okay. And then you have, um, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and then WrestleMania. Oh, is that right? So. I don't even have to look at it. I don't even have to look at it. Oh, that's interesting. Randy Orton is number one in the number of pay-per-view matches for WWE. Really? He's at 181. Wow. He's at 181 pay-per-view matches. Followed by Kane at 176, The Undertaker at 174, Triple H at 173, Cena at 165, Edge 145, Jericho 144, Big Show 142, The Miz 132, and Rey Mysterio 122. That's the top 10 of pay-per-view matches for WWE. I didn't think it would be Randy Orton. I thought it would have been... Triple H for The Undertaker or Cena. Um, I mean, there's not, it, it, The Rock's not even on here. Dang, whoa. <laughs> it's not even top ten. 
Wow. That's surprising. But yeah, what is yeah. what is this deadline? What is that's December ninth. Right, well, they got they got November fourth. Oh, it's because it's the yeah. NXT show. November fourth, they got Crown Jewel, and then literally three weeks later, they have Survivor Series, and then roughly two weeks later, they have Deadline. So in about a six week, seven week span, they have three pay per views. That that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that that is a lot. And deadline is in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Hmm. But that's gonna be that's that's a hefty schedule. Survivor series is, it, is in um Rosemont, Illinois, and of course Crown Jewel is in Saudi Arabia. And then Royal Rumble is in Florida, Saint Petersburg, Elimination Chamber is in Australia. In February, and then April 6th and 7th, we have WrestleMania at Lincoln Financial Field. Wow. That's nice. That'll be nice. What will happen? I didn't, you know, those storylines are getting outrageous. What's your name was on three shows already? Jay uh, Cargill, she was she was on on all three shows. Yeah, because she hasn't officially been announced as to where she's going. I think they're trying to build a hype for her being yeah. there, so they haven't really announced um, where she's going. But she's going to either Raw or SmackDown. I don't think there's any way they put her on NXT. No, I don't think there's any way possible. That that happens. She's just. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. I, I saw that part too. I saw that part too when she, because um, what's her name was talking. Uh, oh man, I forgot her name now. Oh, mommy. When you're judging oh, today, she was Rhea talking. Ripley. To, she, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was talking to the announcer all of a sudden. Jay pops up. And looks at her, and that was it. I think that's a WrestleMania right there. You think that's that? Well, I guess if they start now, they could build a program to WrestleMania. Yeah. And they don't even have to wrestle each other. Until WrestleMania, if, if, right. if they do it right, if they if they keep them separate, right. if they keep you know. But then again, you know, this is where I, I believe WWE drops the ball sometimes. I think they they don't let things build; they just kind of you know throw things together and 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 I don't know you know what they're thinking is a lot of times, but there, there's something to be said about you know, letting a story develop um, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of let, let this thing happen. And, you know, so I think if they keep, you know, Cargill and, and Ripley apart, you know, never really, you know, have an official wrestling match, but, you know, maybe Rhea Ripley interferes in, in, a, in a couple of matches that Jade has and, you know, 
Cargill's at ringside a couple of times for Rhea Ripley. Maybe it cost Rhea Ripley right. a, 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 a non-title non match, you know. Uh, I'm going to say her first match. Huge. I think her first match, okay, she's there now, okay, building height, okay. You ain't going to see her get in a ring till the Royal Rumble when she wins that, that contract. And she's going to take Rhea Ripley. that low until January? Yeah. Well, it's only two months. Yeah, they could, they could do that. They could, they could parade her around for another two months, I think. Yeah. It's, it's only a couple of shows. Right. Let, let her just be around ringside yeah. or something like that, you know, get under right. under mommy's skin. Let, let her be fearful, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That'd be something. Right. And, and, and I mean and, and she could she could um um do um um like guest commentating, you know, during during Rhea's matches or um, yep. you know, sitting at ringside kind of just watching. And you know, and and that would build, um, you know, the story. And and I hope that's what they do. I hope that they kind of let this thing. No, excuse me. I hope they let this thing kind of slow build towards. Or or you know, they could a, they could take it they could take it the uh, the other way. Okay. Have her, you know, be five on five at Survivor Series, and she be the guest. The guess, you know, the wrestle, right? I should, yeah. you know, a surprise wrestle. But Ripley, who else? Um, Diamond Control, and maybe one more person from that side. And on the other side, you're gonna have Jay Cardell and four other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you could, you could start it at Survivor Series. Yes. But five on five. She she uh five on five war games and steel cage, anything goes. That would be good for the females. Yeah, I mean I I, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Because the men are, are working their 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 side up for for war games, steel cage. Right. Yeah, no. I, I, I just, I, I hope in, in, in general, you know, I, I, I hope that WWE gets back to a little bit longer um, stories, a little bit longer storylines, and let let things kind of build and and play out, and you know, allow the the, the chemistry to get there, and allow the the tension and the excitement, and because I think that's what's missing. With, with some of these pay-per-view matches is they're put together in like two or three weeks. We're not even invested in the feud yet. And, you know, here they are at a pay-per-view kind of settling the score. I'm like, that's not how it's done. It's, you know, it's played out over, right. you know, a, a, you know, a couple of, of months on television before you get to the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view right. should be the, the big blow-off match, the big ending match. Like the old time stuff, you know, like the old time stuff. Yes. You know? And I hope, and I hope, 
I hope Survivor Series will have a traditional match. You know, five on five Survivor Series match. An old school Survivor Series match. Yes. Because where are they coming at? Survivor Series Survivor Series should be five on five on every match, but no. They gotta add more stuff to it, add more stuff to it and drop this five five on five matches, you know? I haven't seen one in any years. And I, and, and, and I think of all of the pay-per-views, I think that Survivor Series shouldn't have, you know, the your titles being defended. But I think every other pay-per-view, you, you know, your champion, you know, should be defending his, his title. I think the, the men's and the women's major titles, mm-hmm. the heavyweight titles, and the tag team titles should be defended at every, at every pay-per-view. Every yes. one of them. Yep. And, and they're not. You know, the the U.S. title, the Intercontinental title, I think can can go between pay-per-views, but your your three major ones should, you know, be, you know, defended at every single pay-per-view. Right, and plus, plus they should put in the NXT belts too, you know what I'm saying? Put them on a pay-per-view right. event of the WWE. Not these uh, little little shows and all, you know. Put them on the big shows. Right. See how they work, you know. Put them, put them right. with the WWE, you know. See how the fans were out. If they like them, then then that's where they go, you know. Boom, you know. Right. Not just keep keep different shows because NXT is one solid show. You don't see no WWE superstars on there, okay. On a pay-per-view event, except for Becky Lynch, you know, throw her in, in, in a Survivor Series, you know, let her defend her belt, you know, right? That's what they should do, you know. Whoever's got a belt should defend it that night at a pay-per-view. Raw, SmackDown, well, and have, NXT. They should have like WCW did. They should have a Night of Champions. And I thought WC or WWE did it, but I don't think it was done very well. Mm-mm. But yeah, you're right. They should have one pay per view a year where all of the titles are going to be on the line. Right. And I mean, you're going to need, you're going to need some title changes at that point because nobody's going to want to sit through an entire pay per view and not see a title change. And I think that would be a mistake. Right. But yeah, they need to bring back that. Everybody, you know, everybody's title is on the line, whatever it is, whether it's in April, May, June, whatever day it is, you know. And even if you did it over two nights, which I I don't agree with, but, you know, everybody's title is on the line. We're coming here. Here's your opponents. And, you know, it's it's the night of champions. Right. You know, have them all there, you know. From all three brands that they got, you know, all three brands that they got, right. you know what I'm saying? That, that's it. All three, listen, WWE headquarters, all three brands on one show. Right. And, you know, you, you can have all those matches. They don't have to be very long. They can only be 10 minutes or so. And, you know, you run, you run through all your champions and, you know, and not, not to, to sound, you know, negative, but, you know, that, or, or, demeaning at anything, I think you 
your mid mid card titles and the NXT titles are shorter matches than <laughs> you know your three big ones or four big ones because you have Seth Rollins as well. But I tell you um, what, I tell you, you what, know, at the at the WrestleMania, had the night of champion, all the champions there from WrestleMania. With the belt. Well, I, I think, I think at, you know, at, at a at a night of champions, they they need to get back to one world champion. You right. know, or if you're going to split them, yeah, keep them split. But the the way that you know the way it's kind of working out, if you have a world title, you can kind of float between brands. But that's so then just have one. One world heavyweight champion, one tag team champion, one women's champion, and one women's tag team champions, and that's it. And they travel between yeah. the brands, and then whatever, whatever you know, um, you know, if, if they if they lose their their title on 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 a SmackDown, then that's where they stay, and then that champion, the new champion, gets to float between brands. You know, if, right. If Cody Rhodes, if Cody Rhodes beats you know Roman Reigns on Monday Night Raw, <clears throat> then you know Roman Reigns is now a part of Raw and he can't go to SmackDown. Right, you know, that's and, what they should have done. That's what they should have done. You know, the draft right. pick is all not but phony because because they know where they're going to put the people. Okay. Right. Well, that's what they should yeah. do. If, if, if a raw person goes to SmackDown and, and go for the belt, let him. If he loses, he's got to stay on SmackDown, and the other person got to go to Raw. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah, yeah. I agree with you with that. You know, Cause, because what it is yeah. that you be seeing? Because another thing is that you be seeing different matches every right. time. Not the same matches every week, you know. Right, that's what I'm saying. They got to mix it up a little bit. Like, uh, what's his name? Okay, Kevin Owens. Okay, he moved to SmackDown. I I, I think this Friday. My my theory behind my theory behind that is it's going to come out. In, in probably in a couple of weeks, you know, it'll probably be in a in a, uh, a backstage segment where he's talking to another wrestler, and there just happened to be a camera there snooping on him that he asked to go to SmackDown because he couldn't stand Jey Uso. Jimmy Zane. You know, and um, you know, he he didn't want to be part of that, and. You know, because he doesn't trust him, you know, because of everything that he's done. So uh-huh. he requested to move to SmackDown. And I think that's what you're going to – and, again, I think that would be an interesting story. But yeah. I think that's my theory is he, you're going to find out that he requested that. And then, and that's going to put a little bit of a risk between, you know, Sammy and, and, and Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. you know, which, which would be nice to see again. You know, I but again, you know, who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of throwing my two cents out there. Um, but yeah, no, it's it was definitely a, you know, 
um, um, shock to me, you know, with them um, dropping the title. I, I don't know why they did it, um, but I did. I, I read. I didn't actually get to see it because I forgot to record it. But I I read on their on the WWE.com, and I've seen it on a couple other um, wrestling pages that you know Bronson Reed had a a, a really good match against Gunther. Although Gunther, um, you know, beating. I'm getting a like in now. I'm getting a like. So Gunther now. or Bronson Gunther. Reed? Yes, Gunther. I I I I've liked Gunther for a little bit, but I think I, was it Jim Cornette on his podcast? I can't remember if it was him or I don't know who it was, but they were saying that. You know, what you need to do is, instead of Gunther beating these guys, because he's just beating people week after week, you know, what's wrong with bringing back a, you know, a, a 10 or 15-minute time limit for the Intercontinental title and it going to a time limit draw? And so now nobody wins, but it it doesn't diminish either either performer. It doesn't. You know, because now it looks like Bronson right. is a little bit weaker than Gunther, and it's just another another opponent checked off the list. Uh, you know, I think there's something to be said about you know, and I I don't particularly like draws, you know, or or you know, like a double count out or or anything. But I think what you know, when used properly, can really add to you know the story. You know, I think you can. You know, Bronson Reed and Gunther go to a to a to a fifteen minute draw. You know, and right near the end, kind of like old school, it would start to get hot and heavy, and they would really start to exchanging blows. And then, um, you know, the the time limit goes off, the bell goes off, so now it, you know it, it it ended. And then, you know, the the next time they they get together. You know, Gunther gets himself disqualified, or Imperium interferes, and and he gets disqualified. So now you're you're building where Bronson Reed, okay, well he he can beat him, and then the third match he either wins or, you know, he he, he Gunther beats him, but you know there's there's extenuating circumstances, there's you know interference or whatever that didn't get seen. So I just think they're going through this. This, um, these people just too quickly because Gunther's almost out of people to to wrestle. I think he's pretty right, much yep. gone through everybody. <laughs> so, and, and I thought it was Jim Cornette. I could be wrong. I would have to go back and try to find it. But there is um, um, something to be said about you know a, a, a the old fashioned time limit draw. You know it's. And it's something that they need to to um, bring back, and not all the time, but bring it back, especially you know when you have you know a limited amount of of contenders for a title. To again to let things build and and start a feud between Bronson Reed or who it could be anybody. It could have been they could have done that with Chad Gable. They, I I think Chad Gable would have been a great guy to, to go. You know, 15 yep. minutes with Gunther yep. and, and have it end in a draw. And then, uh -huh. you know, have Gunther 
you know, get himself disqualified to save the title, you know, three or four weeks from now and then at a pay-per-view, you know, have have a big match. But have that big match, you know, it, it now we're already in three months down the road and we saw four, you know, three matches or so between, you know, Gunther and, and Chad Gable. And, you know, and, and, you know, bring back, you know, the, the enhancement talent to, um, um, to just kind of fill, you know, fill the time so that we're not always going up against, you know, one superstar against another. And you can have interference. You can have more dialogue, more promos between, between guys. And they don't have to always wrestle each other, you know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm all for that. You know, I, you know, I, you know, I would reach out to some of these smaller promotions. Hey, can can we take, you know, can we use a couple of guys, and this is how we're going to do it, and blah blah blah. And it gets them some TV time. It, you know, it gets them some exposure, and it, it lengthens a program between two superstars by mixing these other guys in it. And I just think that's where WWE and even AEW is kind of dropping the ball with with their storytelling. Is it, it's just not. It's just too quick. It, it's it's over in two or three matches, and we, and we don't see these guys again. Mm-hmm. But you know that again. That's just my. Another thing, another thing that I don't like. Okay. What Damian Priest is saying. Okay. And I know he's, I know he's going to be on SmackDown tomorrow night, and he's going to say, "That's right, we got all the gold." And wrong, you don't got all the gold. You don't got Jeff Rollins' belt yet. Don't right. say you got all the gold. But, okay. but that's just a way for, for the crowd to, you know, to, right. to boo them and, he only got you know, the and, and draw you a, got a the little bit of yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah, you got, you, you got tag oh. team titles. The only... You, you got tag team titles, you got a woman's title, and, you know, an NXT title. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, that's a, and and honestly, I think that um, Dominic should stay in NXT. If that's the NXT North American title, then that's right. where it should stay. Yep. You know, but for whatever reason, they're, they're bringing it, you know, to, you know, between Raw and SmackDown. And, and I, I, don't, I just can't get a handle on what they're trying to do and, you know, kind of what their, their end game is. It's really hard to, to get it figured out, but I don't know. Maybe one day it'll all make sense. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't, uh, you know, I'm at a loss for what WWE is doing. It's getting better. Their product is slowly getting better. The, The stories are, are slowly getting better. Um, but now that we are kind of now officially in the, um, the, the triple H era, you know, maybe, you know, it'll, it'll continue to get better and, you know, we'll have better matches or better storytelling. And, you know, I think maybe, maybe triple H is wrapping up a couple of loose ends or trying to get some storylines over so he can kind of create his own and, you know, we'll see where it goes. And I hope that that's where it's at. I hope maybe <laughs> them getting the tag team titles back was a, was a Triple H idea. 
and you know we'll see you know kind of where it goes from there. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm interested to see you know what what he does now that he really does have um, what seems to be you know full control over you know WWE creative you know at the moment. Um, so you know we'll, it'll be interesting to see how he. Um, how he does it and kind of where he takes this, you know, this talent, you know, at next. And, you know, if it's anything like he's done with NXT, then, I, you know, I I almost can't wait. You know, I, I want to see kind of where it goes. I want to see, you know, what he's able to do, you know, now that he's really got what I'll call full control, um, you know, over all of this. But, yeah, yeah but, it'll be interesting. It, it, it will, you know, I, I like to see a lot of story changes real quick, you know, real quick. That, that's what they're doing. Changing the story. Come on. Keep the same storyline. Right. Build them up. Build them up a little bit more. Right. Keep, keep the story going for a couple – at least try to carry it for, you know, at least two – right, or at least two pay-per-views from one pay-per-view to the next – or, or even beyond that. It just seems like, you know, we, we, we end one pay-per-view. What they should do we, is you know, have the, have the, build it up to the main pay-per-views. Not, 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 not the little yeah, ones, right. the main ones. Right, the, the, right, the four big ones. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah. you know, the four major ones. Yeah, and you're right. I, I think, and in between you can have these, you know, other matches and, and other subplots and and things, but yeah, your your major storyline should come to an end, and another story should be starting at the big pay per views. That's why we watch it. That's why we watch WrestleMania. That's why we watch yeah. you know the Survivor Series, you know SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. That's why we watch these things to see where yeah. you know where we're headed next. Because you know, and I'm just throwing names out there because. Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, and Roman Reigns are finally going to put an end to their to their feud at WrestleMania. And you know, if if Roman, you know, whatever if Roman wins, what happens next? Who's his next challenger? And then what happens to Cody? What you know, where does he go from here? You know, or vice versa, right. Cody wins it, and you know, who's his next challenger? You know, as he's coming up the ramp, maybe somebody's music hits and out steps. You know, you know Randy Orton, or you know, or or even Solo Sokoa, or or somebody to confront him as the next challenger. And then you build off of off of that story to the next, you know. Or it could be CM Punk or CM Punk. They keep going back and forth with that. I, you know, I I hear it talking all the time. Now they're saying for WrestleMania it's going to be CM Punk versus Jeff Rollins at WrestleMania. Well, yeah, I just uh, you know I'll I'll believe more of it when when he's officially signed if they ever sign him. But you know, like I said, you hear one day that they're not interested, and then there's a tweet out there that he's close to signing again, or negotiations have started. Then they're off. Mm-hmm. So you know, and, and again, it's the same thing with. You know, every every month we hear Randy Orton's coming back. Randy Orton's coming back. He's coming back. Right. I'll believe it when when he finally walks through that curtain and you see you, him. You know, you know who else is coming wrestle. back. You know who else is coming back. 
Who's that? I hate to tell you this, but no other than my boy, my friend, okay? I wish I, I wish he was my friend. No other than Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah, I, I heard he called him out after his last um, his last fight that he had. Was it last Saturday or Sunday before? Um, he yeah. called out Rey Mysterio. Which I, I, I think, and, uh, and again, I think this is this is where Logan Paul wins a you know a a title. And I, and I would like to see that. I like Logan Paul as a performer. Um, I think he needs to spend you, a little more time in way. wrestling. Put it this way, okay? On Netflix, okay? Did you watch the uh, King of Collectibles yet? No. Okay. This this uh collectible this guy lives right here in Jersey, running me in New Jersey, okay? He had some of the he had Rick Flair there there, okay? Plus Mike Tyson selling stuff. Okay? Sure. And plus, Logan Paul was on it, too. Oh, wow. You have to check it, you have to check it out. You got to watch all six series, because this guy is right here in front of me. His business is right here in front of me. The King of Collectibles. Okay. The King I of Collectibles. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, because I got a lot of collectible. It's on Netflix. Okay. I got, I got... Cards here, okay? When the Undertaker first came out, okay? Gold, a gold card. Back from the 80s, okay? I'm gonna take pictures of that card and send it to the, send it to him. See how much it's worth. Okay. Okay, plus, I got me a Jeff Gordon promo card. Okay, when he was a rookie. Okay, Jeff Gordon. Before he right. before he started racing, before he started racing, I saw him. I got his autograph on that card. Oh wow! Wow. And right. plus, plus, I, plus, I got articles. Okay, they're still in good shape. The newspaper back the war. Okay. We killed uh, Solomon Kazam, or whatever his name is, you know what I'm saying? I got that newspaper. Right. I got everything. You know, that's Maravilla, you know what I'm saying? He might go for that right. kind of stuff. Well, well yeah, listen, but, it's, everything's worth something to somebody. Right. Because uh, they had... um. Rick Flair was just there. He walked in, in the building, right, because they had to take, take out one of his uh, coats that he used to wear that down that, that ringside. See, it was uh -huh. legit or not, but it's not. <coughs> it was the pink one that he used to wear. Oh, okay. And a lady, and a lady done all, all this stuff through, uh, for Charlotte Flair, too. Right. No, no, you know, you, I'll, you, I'll you have to check it out. So Mike Tyson was there. I said, oh, man, you know. So all these superstars are going right there. 
you know, baseball, basketball, and all this other stuff, you know. And he's saying that Michael Jordan is the top of the brand of his business. Okay. Michael Jordan, yeah, rookie cards, all, all, all his cards. They, they would take wow. them, right? They would take, this is what they do. They would take them, right? And there was some for you, like a online auction. Okay. You know, you got to check it out, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I just watched it the other night. Yeah. And it's, and it's I said, wow. Episodes, you said? There were six episodes, yep. All right, I'll say, maybe I'll watch a little bit of it tonight while, you know, winding down after the show. Yeah, maybe... If you watch, you probably, because you live in that area, up by Ronnie, you might see these people going around and you don't even know them. You might, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're, you're in that area, Ronnie and all that, all, all down South I Jersey. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not terribly far from it, no. Yeah. And there be... And maybe we could get the guy on this show right here, you know, and talk about the collectibles and all this other stuff. Do the wrestlers well, I, and you all. Know, I can definitely reach out to him. You know, I mean, let me take, let me watch the show and see, you know. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe can we you, can have him on. Yeah, you know, build, up his, build, build, build him up a little bit more. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. You gotta watch it. You would like it. Let me watch this real quick, you know? Yeah. Because I'm going down the line where I got listed, you know, because some of them are leaving Netflix. I'm watching them, all that stuff first. Then I go back to it. Watch what I want to watch. Right. Because they got a couple. Check it out. I didn't see the, uh, the wrestlers yet. It's on my list. No, you got to watch that. That's very good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So that one impresses, um, oh, man, there's another one on Netflix. Um, Beyond the Ropes or something like that? A female, a female yeah, wrestler? Yeah, that, that I've seen. Yeah, that, that I've seen. Okay. I didn't see that and we one have yet. the... We have one, I think it's the, what's it, December 22nd. We have the Iron Claw coming out about the Von Erich family. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, it'll be in theaters on December, or yeah, December 22nd. It's supposed to be really good. I'm looking forward to it. I definitely want to see it. Uh, and uh, the Rockies are on there, too, on What's that? The Rockies are on Netflix too. Uh, you know, in that episode yes. of Bowler. I didn't okay. get to watch that either. Well, what, what do you, what you, you got coming up? Right. What do you got coming up? Not really, except for uh, my Virginia trip, and that's it. Okay. I, I, you know, at the beginning of next month. Because I talked to my client, okay. she said we we're going to hit maybe the third or the, the second or the third to Virginia. Then I want right. to stay there for the whole okay. weekend. 
good. Yeah, do something. Okay. Yeah, because doing uh, help her clean out her storage bin real quick. With her Christmas stuff, she's donating it to an orphanage. Right. Okay. Good. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I'll just continue to pray for for Granny Holster's husband Dave as he continues to recover. Um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to pray for Dave that he gets you know better and you know and stronger each and every day. Um, continue to pray for Papa Stro as he could you know continue mm-hmm. to recover. Um, seems to be just a lot of people you know down with illnesses. Um, you know, Chad Moretti who hasn't been on in a couple of weeks has been. I just talked to him today. Well, I didn't talk to him. It was through Facebook Messenger. Um, but he's been... Yeah, he did, he did uh, push up something. He did push up something about uh, all these haters don't don't like him and all this other stuff. And I chimed yeah, in and I said, yo, I don't care if I'm a hater, but I love the guy. But I tell you what, Chad, that's me and you do it. I stand up for all the haters and let me put you out one time. I all you haters out there, comment below if you want me to challenge Chaz. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been battling and all this. He hasn't been feeling well in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so we wish well, you know, you got, Chaz, you know, that he gets better. Um, right. Well, you got, you know, everybody's, everybody's hating him. Everybody hates him, okay? Listen, go to one of his shows, okay, and find out. Yeah. You just right. do this uh, sit behind the internet and talk all this stuff and you don't even know the guy. Right. Well they're going on somebody else's opinion of and that's the problem. Right. Formulate your own opinion. Go go see a show, go see what he you know, see what he's about. <clears throat> and then listen, and then if you hate him then it's, at least that's your own opinion. But I don't think you will after you see a show and, you know, and and the value and production that he puts out and the quality that he puts out. Um, right. So yeah, stop 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 being a follower and 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 be a leader. Mhm. Um. But yeah, just continue to pray for all of those you know that are that are sick and you know not feeling that well. Sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't feeling well on on you know late Monday into Tuesday. I think a lot of it was my allergies and not having my allergy medicine when I travel. And you know it, it just got the best of me, and you know, and I was—I think I was dehydrated because I didn't drink enough water um, when I travel. Um, so it was just a combination of a lot of things. Um, started feeling a little bit better like yesterday, you know, late morning, early afternoon. Still not feeling 100%, but then I mean, I got to travel three days next week. Um, so you know, we'll see, see what happens there. Right, and put it this way, put it this way, put it this way, Monday, I was up at 9 a.m. in the morning. I didn't get to bed till Tuesday around 10 o'clock at night, okay, because what happened. Wow. Okay? Right. And and Brady chimed in saying there was no show in the room, okay, right here on the VOC Nation, I believe we'd be turning back next week, Tuesday night, yeah. nine o'clock, in the room on the VOC Nation. Yes, and, and as I mentioned earlier, on November fourth, um, ECWA presents Retroactive 
up in Morganville, New Jersey, at the dugout on Genesee Drive. Um, doors open at 6. The action starts at 7. Um, check this out. Check out ECWA. Um, they're, they're a great, you know, independent promotion. Um, and, you know, just, you know, uh, just, just a heck of an organization. And you'll really like it. You know, if you go there, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be a fan and, you know, maybe get to see some of these, these talent before they, you know, they get to the WWE or, or AEW. Um, but they really are. It's a great organization, great group of guys and girls that work there. Um, Great group of wrestlers. Um, you definitely will be entertained. It would definitely be a great show. Um, I'm probably going to try to go up. I, I feel like I have something already on November 4th, but I'm, I'm, it escapes me right now. But if I'm not doing anything, I will I will make the drive up. It's only about an hour from me um, up to Morganville and, and take in retroactive on November 4th. Um, again, doors open at 6. Um, action starts at 7. You can get tickets at ECWAWrestling.com. Um, and you may even run into Brady Hicks while you're up there and say hi to him. Um, but just want to thank everybody. But there's, for one, but there's two guys, there's two guys going to be there though. Okay. The King Reggie. That we had, oh, they King had Reggie, him on yeah. the Reggie, Reggie Nation yeah. two weeks ago. Yep. And plus, yep. and plus, the man that I always like, I like the tease. You know, I, I'm love. I always be his good friend, Mister Uala. Huh. Yeah, I think it's the coronation of King Reginald on that night on November fourth. I believe. I thought I saw that. Yeah. I think Brady posted it, so it'll be his coronation. Yes. Um, yep. So you'll get to see a royal coronation amongst all of the wrestling action. Um, which would be, you know, uh, and again, it's just going to be a great night. And I would encourage anybody that's in the area or if you can get to Morganville to check it out. Um, but, you know, we will be right back here next Thursday at 9 o'clock on WCW Retro. Um, and we'll be here again on Tuesday, as Rap Boy said, with the ECWA Hall of Famer Brady Hicks um, on In the Room um, you know, talking wrestling on Tuesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll be back. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've all been on together. Looking forward to getting back in, into that routine again on Tuesday. Um, again, everybody, you know, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. I um, appreciate it. You just, again, continue to pray for for Chaz and for Dave and, you know, for Papa Stro and Stro Brother. You know, we're, again, just rapping and are doing our best to kind of keep your seat warm until you get back here. Um Looking forward to you getting back here, um, you know, just as soon as you're able. Um, you know, and if you're ever available to call in, brother, you know that the lines are always open for you. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but everybody is continuing to pray for you and, you know, getting better. But, again, everybody, you know, have a great night. Have a safe night. And, you know, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Bye-bye, everybody. Gatorade. Studied, tested, proven. With over 50 years in the making, it's scientifically researched and game tested to help replace the electrolytes you lose in sweat. Buy two Gatorades for $5.50 at 7-Eleven today. Gatorade. Studied, tested, proven. With over 50 years in the making, it's scientifically researched and game tested to help replace the electrolytes you lose in sweat. Buy two Gatorades for $5.50 at 7-Eleven today.
Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. VOC Nation's own Stroh Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year. From the VOC Nation family, to all of you, please continue to pray for Stroh Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash the worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you are later there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. Like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this with you. 
rule, as I always understood and wanted to do, the title could only be lost by tenor or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World Wide Wrestling Federation. That's nice. Uh, it was to sign up. It's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com/vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.